the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If you love eating as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you'll love hearing the latest in the world of food. Of course, we have to cover the latest TikTok food crazes. One is twisted bacon. Apparently, twisting the bacon first and then baking it in the oven creates the crispiest, chewiest bacon ever. It looks Hmm. really pretty, too. Crispy and chewy? Yes. I'm intrigued. I I am, too. It looks so good. Uh, Second, people are going nuts for a TikTok recipe for blueberry white chocolate chip cookies. My favorite part of the TikTok is after saying blueberries about five times, the chef making them actually calls them bloobs <laughs> at one point. <laughs> Finally, in the world of food, America's most beautiful McDonald's. Never heard of this one. Do you, would you believe it's inside a 19th century mansion on Long Island? It's a beautiful and historic on the outside, completely modern, and looks like a normal McDonald's well, on the inside. First, you don't say Long Island. It's Long Island. I tried to. Long Island. Long Island. <laughs> Coming up, ever get to know someone online? How about that moment when you first meet face-to-face? Hey, this is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. Have you ever become friends with someone you met through Instagram or Twitter? What was that moment like the first time you met face-to-face? Well, little Luna and Julia are in the first grade, and they met while doing school online last year. They couldn't do the usual playdates and sleepovers, but they would chat and play online. Mom came up with a perfect birthday surprise for Julia. She arranged for her to meet Luna in person for the first time at a local park. The moment I met my best friend for the first time. It was the best day of my life. Best day of my life. They were running toward each other and hugging and jumping up and down. And I'm thinking if their friendship could survive a pandemic, they're going to be friends for life. Hmm. For sure. That's cool. Okay, if you know, you know. If you've been through this, you know how exciting of a day it is. My niece got her braces off yesterday. She looks so grown up. And we want to know, what's the first thing you wanted to eat when you got your braces Mm. off? We're talking about the first thing you wanted to eat when you got your braces off, Rebecca. What was it for you? The first thing I wanted to eat was ribs. And it's not like you can't eat them with braces, but it's not very pleasant afterwards. (laughs) That was the first thing I ate. (laughs) A big old plate of ribs. Jeannie, you've got a really unique story about having braces. What happened? I guess I just have sensitive teeth, but I just could not really chew anything pretty much the whole time I had braces. I ate things like soup and boiled eggs, maybe some strawberries. I just... Ugh, you poor thing. It was horrible, but I will never, ever... get braces again. Oh, I don't blame you. So you wanted to eat everything in sight when you finally got them off. Yes, but I had lost 60 pounds, so that was a good thing. Oh so maybe goodness. I should get braces again. <laughs> You're so funny. Okay, I think we've all been to one of our kids' games, or we've seen it on the news, right? Parents going nuts. 
getting kicked out of games and stuff, even even like brawling on the sidelines of a child's game. You were, you said you your what was it? One of your niece's soccer games. You this were is my nephew. Your nephew. Yeah, it was the first time I'd ever been to a children's sporting event mm-hmm. when I became an aunt, and my little nephew Lance was he was probably like three. Maybe four what at were the, the most. Doing? And there happened to be a little girl named Taylor, and the mom just kept screaming, Kick it, Taylor! <laughs> Kick it! And the coach came and, over and said, uh, She's not even in the game right now, so <laughs> calm it down. <laughs> It really stood out to me because it was my name. So I was like, well, yeah. I, I can't kick it. Okay, so if you if you are that parent or you've been around parents like that, I, I saw this yesterday and it was like such a great, it's called Reminder from Your Child and it's taped to the fence of a baseball field. Reminder from your child, mom, dad, I am just a kid and this is just a game. My coach is a volunteer. The officials are only human. No college scholarships will be handed out today. <laughs> Thank you for bringing me to the game, Mom and Dad, and please have fun. <laughs> That's really good. Every field needs one. <laughs> I'll tell you, right? And they need a timeout box for the parents that violate those rules. Coming up, the latest fashion trend may surprise you. Do you follow the latest fashions We told you last week that skinny jeans were out and baggy, high-waisted jeans are in. Mm -hmm. Well, the latest, according to the Wall Street Journal, grandpa style. It's super (laughs) hot with people in their 20s. They love wearing unique vintage clothes, random colors and patterns, and everything else you would see on a senior citizen with a good taste in fashion. So, yes, there's even Instagram accounts completely dedicated to the grandpa style or grandma style. I'm not really getting the full vision of what this is. Because when you say grandpa style, <clears throat> I think of like Bermuda shorts with black socks pulled up to the knees. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That, well, this that is a grandpa with or, good fashion sense. So like, which you might of course, see, every one of us that's ever had a grandpa knows our grandfathers are just fashionistas. So not. <laughs> the one picture I saw was this cute old man with a really cute straw hat on. Yeah. And he was wearing a blue shirt with a tie that had some other colors in it and a, a yellow cardigan buttoned up. With the tie underneath. Kind of okay, like yeah, Mr. Rogers. That, that wasn't my granddad. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I think like most old men, you hit a point where you're just like, whatever. <laughs> just as long as I'm I'm not like having the police called on me, I'm okay <laughs> with whatever I'm wearing. <laughs> so I'm seeing a lot of posts on social media, some articles like online and in the paper, and then my wife talking about this too, emerging from the cocoon. Of the last year, with so many people getting vaccinated and stuff, they're venturing out for the first times, and it's got some uh, some unique challenges to it. We're going to talk about that next. So a lot of people have been looking forward to the light at the end of the tunnel of this very weird over a year we've been going through. And, uh, you know, I, I keep hearing the phrase, I just want to get my life back. That's what people keep saying. And with that... Um, There are some unintended, I think, consequences happening. Like, have you tried to get an appointment for like a dentist appointment or a haircut or going to get your eyes examined or something? It's hard right now. I had no idea. Like my wife, she's been really looking forward to getting her hair done. Mm -hmm. She has an underlying condition that has made this year very, very stressful for her. And uh, she's, you know, avoided contact with people and everything else. But she just got her second vaccination shot the other day by the way she she did have a reaction where all she wanted to do was sleep but she seems to be fine now yeah um 
but she's looking forward to it in like two weeks. She she got her appointment about two weeks ago. When when she called, they said, sorry, we don't have anything for for a month. And she was like, that's perfect, because I'm getting my second shot in two weeks. I want to wait two weeks after that. That's great. But it was a month wait from when she called. And I'm wondering, are other people, as they're reemerging, are you running into the same things? Are you having trouble making those normal appointments for things like the dentist or your hair salon or anything like that? What's the situation with you as you reemerge? We're talking about people emerging from the cocoon. And Yolanda, you work in optical. And, and has it been busy for you guys? Hard to get an appointment? Oh, my word. Yes. <laughs> it's really, really hard. We are booked, you know, two weeks out at least. Wow. And it's just a rolling thing. It's like we can't get caught up. There's no breath, nowhere. It's just solid all day long. Wow. And, but my suggestion for people that are occurring this problem it's just, you know, call the day before. Like, we'll call and confirm our appointments the day before. And we may have, like, three or four appointments that open up. And it just has to be put on a list. And if they open up, you might get in the next day. Sometimes you're lucky if you get in on a walk-in. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know what? This yeah. is big news for me, Yolanda, because I, I am due an eye appointment. So I better get on the stick and at least get on their calendar. Mm-hmm. You know, right? It's like we all forgot we had teeth. I yeah, it's like, oh, where did they go for a year? They're yeah. gone. They, they, COVID right. replaced our eyes, our teeth, our hair, and it's like, we forgot all about that. I'm guilty of it, too, because I need a haircut, so I, my hair has never been this long. Oh, fun. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing a little bit of your life with us, Yolanda. We sure appreciate you. Well, I appreciate y'all, too. So y'all stay safe, stay healthy, and peace be still out there. All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Kev, I think we may have found a dream job for you when you retire from radio. What's a company, that? What is it? What is it? A company is paying people to take coffee breaks. Hey, the boss would tell you I've been on a 20-year one while I've been here. <laughs> now, it's it's a cold brew company, so it could be a dream job for our producer, Griffin, too. But I like the good brew. news is there's two positions hmm. open. Yeah, you like both. Griffin likes only cold brew. Hmm. Um, it's called Chameleon Organic Cold Brew. The company says even though people working from home are working longer hours, mm-hmm. They're taking fewer coffee breaks, and they want to put a stop to that. Of course, they do. They want to sell more chameleon cold brew coffee. <laughs> exactly. But, uh, I'll even I'll even sometimes take. You said I like both hot and cold. Mm-hmm. If I have I don't know a half a cup of coffee and it's gone cold, I will pour it in a cup with ice and brew a little bit more and put that on top of it and make oh, wow. make my own cold brew because mm-hmm. I, I hate wasting food, wasting coffee. Yeah, so that's not that coffee didn't go cold. That's now my cold brew. <laughs> I, it's, that would be iced coffee. Yeah. That wouldn't be cold. brew. I don't mind cold brew, mm-hmm. but I just I like the warmth of a cup of coffee, even on a hot day. It's yeah. just kind of soothing. I'm happy with either. Just as long as it has that caffeine in it, I'm good to go. <laughs> if it's decaf, I don't want either of them. Just leave me alone with that. Do you know anyone who eloped coming up? This bride and groom did, and they're not exactly happy with the consequences. Do you have a wedding to pay for anytime soon? This is pretty interesting. A dad who isn't wealthy worked hard and saved up $35,000 to give his daughter the wedding of her dreams. Only problem? She and her groom eloped. So, dad spent the money on replacing his old car and took a little vacation. 
Well, the bride thought the money would go to her. <laughs> and his ex-wife thought the same thing. But dad is standing his ground saying he never told his daughter it was her money to do with as she pleases. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's been interesting to see whose side people are on. Um, I have an interesting story if you want me to tell it in a minute. My dad gave me permission to elope. Really? Have you ever heard of a dad doing that before? Uh, the circumstances, the writing was on the wall. You guys were getting married anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, did he know that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. We were engaged. And he approved. And he obviously, said, like if Glenn you want to and... elope, here's this the situation. of He was basically encouraging me to. <laughs> and there's a very specific reason why. I can't wait to hear why in a minute. So one word came to mind for me when Taylor said her dad encouraged her to elope mm-hmm. with Glenn. Yeah. And that word is bridezilla. He did not want to deal with a bridezilla. No. So he no, it's not my personality. He encouraged you. <laughs> no, but you might be a little bit along the right lines. I know. I know. I, know, I, know I am. We're going to find out why. Why Taylor's dad was like, no, no, no. Go, go ahead. Elope. Mm-hmm. Why did he do that next? Believe it or not, my dad not only gave me permission to elope when I was engaged to my now husband, Glenn, Mm -hmm. but he was basically encouraging it. He had a carrot to lure me into eloping. What was it? And I didn't want to. I wanted a wedding. What was the carrot? Um, He said that I could have the money. Cool. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. He has five daughters. <laughs> and so this is like, let's make a deal. You can either have the great wedding or what's in mm-hmm. box number two. Yeah. <laughs> and it's wild. I look back on it. I'm like, wow, that, that was super important to me. But yeah, I just, he budgeted, I think it was, I want to say it was four or $5,000 was the budget. Mm-hmm. And so like we were doing a lot of stuff. Like I wore my sister's dress with a different veil. So people didn't know I wore it they, and I wore it differently she wore it off her shoulders I wore it up on my shoulders okay and so people even though we yeah. only got married two years apart people didn't know I was so wearing my older sister's dress and so and we did all the food for the reception ourselves my mom's friend made the cake but we did everything Who doesn't else love piggies in a blanket they're delightful <laughs> no matter the celebration yeah we had I mean, I mean fruit salad I made mini muffins because it was a brunch okay. at the church reception did you stay and under then, budget um, oh yeah 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 wearing my sister's dress saved mm-hmm. a ton and here's what my dad was trying to do there's a whole reason behind it he was trying to show immense love to his wife because he knew how much work was on her shoulders uh. for this budget wedding. She sewed all five bridesmaids' dresses herself from scratch. Like, I'm talking pick out the pattern, pick out the fabric, measure all the women. She would spend hours and hours and stayed up to all hours of the night sewing. Was it ever she a consideration to a say, dress. I'm going to make the bridal party smaller so mom doesn't have to make five dresses? And mm, that would have been the nice thing to, to do. Three. But I, I wanted all four <laughs> sisters because I didn't want anyone to feel left out. Uh, and I wanted two good friends. And then this is my mom. She's amazing. She made a dress out of, you know, like if the girls' dresses were this pattern, she had kind of a little variation on their pattern, and she made a dress for my niece who was six months old on my wedding day, and she looked so beautiful, so cute. Too little to be the flower girl. But yeah, she made the flower girl dress. I mean, so my dad was like, oh my gosh, there's so much work ahead for my wife. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, Taylor. 
Would you like to elope? I'll give you the money. <laughs> he tried. <laughs> he, to, tried. he tried to pay you off. <laughs> he did. He was trying to, because he knew there were two more weddings after mine right. eventually. Look, look, if you don't go through the wedding, I'll give you five grand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking back at what all my mom did for my wedding, and I'm kind of like in a puddle. She was superwoman. Yeah, I mean, I told you about she made all those four, let's see, seven, no, six bridesmaids dresses, a little flower girl dress, a dress for my six-month-old niece. Then she took the same fabric, and she had extra, and she made placemats that went on the center of the tables so it would match. Wow. And like, ah. She just <laughs> that was her. That was her frugalness coming out. I'm not wasting this fabric. When am I ever oh, use yeah. this again? She, and then she went on to do it for my twin sisters when they got married. She replicated wow. it all over again. And um, mm. I look at like my father-in-law. He had put himself through dental school uh, as a f- working for a florist. So he did all these flower arrangements out of silk flowers mm. for the tables and for mm-hmm. the church. It was, everything was all about like, okay, what can we do yeah. to save money and do it on the cheap? I wonder if your dad ever. Like sidled up next to your sisters and said, "Hey, scale back on the number of people in the wedding to try to save your mom from having to Maybe. do all that." Because I know as a dad, if that were, if that were me, and that and Tracy was making all the dresses, I would totally get the get the, the daughter off to the side and say, "Hey, you need you yeah. need to scale this back. Mom's making all these; it's just too much." The way our oldest sister got around it is she had no sisters at all in the wedding party; just a friend. Ouch. Yeah. Well, you can't start picking. It's all or nothing. Yeah, you go oldest. You're not going to... What? You, you go oldest. Your oldest sister? Yeah, you go... But that's the order it would go in. Just like... Uh, what if you're, you're closer an, an older, to like, a younger sister? Like how the sister. throne works. How the royal family the throne works. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was oldest, like, how did you come up with that? Oldest get... Well, good. <laughs> Time-honored tradition. <laughs> We're not royalty, that's for sure. <laughs> Royal pain in the butt. <laughs> your dad watching your mom make all those dresses daughters. is probably what he thought. We're not royalty, but somebody's a royal pain in the butt here. My mom, my mom's my superhero. She's amazing. No kidding. You ever see people? You never meet them. You don't know their name, but just by watching them, you're kind of inspired. Oh yeah. By them. That all happened the to me uh, yesterday. You, know, you guys know I like to ride my bike every day. That's how I get my workout in. Really steep incline of a hill. I was working out on yesterday. And uh, at the top of this long, long climb, there was a guy who was almost to the top, and he had on a back brace, and I kid you not, a walker. Wow. That's inspiring. He, was, <laughs> he went all the way to for the it. top using his walker and a back brace, <laughs> and, awesome. and didn't stop there. He turned around, he's headed back down. He's like, probably working on rehab. I'm not sure what he was doing, but I was so inspired by him. I thought, next time I'm lazy and just don't feel like it, I'm going to remember this guy out here with mm-hmm. his back brace and his walker going up and down these really steep, steep hills. So whoever you were, sir, you were such an inspiration to me yesterday. You know, one thing that I don't warn you about with Hallmark movies and stuff like that when it comes to parenting is how hard it is to get kids to eat. <laughs> and our producer Griffin's son has come up with a very creative way to not eat his dinner. Mm. And it's causing some issues in the family. We'll find out what's going on next. So what's going on with Thatch? What's the deal, man? Well, yeah, you know what? He's um in the middle of baseball season right now. He's playing t-ball. And they right. have a crazy schedule. It's like three days a week. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. There's a game or a practice or whatever. And he has discovered, you know, after a t-ball game, you get a snack. Yeah. And that, usually, that's part of the game. <laughs> right. And usually we try to eat dinner before we go to t-ball. Well, Thatcher has discovered 
Well, he doesn't really need to eat dinner because he's going to get a snack afterwards, Uh especially if it's a dinner he doesn't really care for. Uh And uh, my wife especially has picked up on that. So he won't eat dinner. And she'll like she'll say, all right, if you're not going to eat dinner, well, once you get your snack, you're not going to be able to eat that snack tonight. Ooh. Like, there's no snack for you. Hello. Ooh. That's, that's uh, a long ride home. <laughs> oh, it was. And the other day, he didn't eat dinner. And he got his snack, and he wanted to eat it. And my wife's like, no, you're not eating the snack. And there was full-on meltdown. So you guys oh, had it in man. the car. Like, you took the snack, you oh, had yeah, it in the car, it. and you're yeah. driving home. Oh, yeah. And saying, can't have it. And she's very hard-lined about that. And I, I'm more of the, I'm like, you know, it's a baseball, it's festive. Let him eat a snack, whatever. Translation, Griff doesn't feel like dealing with it. No, I don't. <laughs> but I have learned that we put on, you know, we keep the same face in front of him, and uh-huh. I stick on my Uni- wife's side. United front, and, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I've learned that, and um, <laughs> I'll give my wife credit. She held to it the other day, mm-hmm. and sure enough, he even, when we got home, he's like, all right, Mom, I'll eat the dinner you made, and he went ahead, because he was so wow. hungry, yeah. he ended up eating the dinner, and then he got to eat a snack afterwards. Look at uh-huh. that. It so worked. It worked. I'll, I'll tell you what, credit. Go, if you wanna, Sarah. you want to up your game next time, grab, like, if it's like a bag of Doritos or something, a juice yeah. box. You eat it on the way oh, home. No, 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 no. Oh, gosh. That's mean. That's maniacal. <laughs> <laughs> Not my Doritos. Those after T-Ball snacks are good. I'd be like, hey, if he can't have it, Sarah, can I? <laughs> so you know how I've been sharing with you about how my sister, Sarah, who's the kindergarten teacher, got covid And I have an update for you. And it's some really good news. I'll tell you about it next. You know those people that throw their heart and soul into their work? Uh, One of those people is my sister, Sarah. She is the most extraordinary kindergarten teacher. She works so hard, and she gets paid almost nothing. (laughs) She works at a a private Christian school, and um, she recently battled COVID, and it hit her really hard. Mm. She knows she got it at school because she only goes to school. She's been going to church online, and she's been having her daughter do the grocery shopping. (laughs) Actually, she got it from another teacher who came into her classroom to talk to her. And two teachers ended up hospitalized. And so we were really worried about her. She's in Michigan, where they've got that that really contagious strain going around. And she lost her taste and smell for a while. They're back. Now, the big news, the big breaking news is... She's back in the classroom. And you would have thought they were coming back from summer vacation. She went with her daughter on Sunday, the night before the first day back on Monday, and decorated the classroom. There were balloons everywhere, and they mm. were doing their 100s day. And um, to to learn how like that 10 10s make 100, she had all these circles on a paper, and you like put 10 pretzels 10 M&M's, 10 chocolate chips, Ooh. 10 pieces of popcorn. That's class. how you learn how to count. <laughs> but the best part of the story is this one little boy walked in and his name happens to be Ezekiel. Yes, she does teach at a Christian school. <laughs> Ezekiel. And he walks in the class first thing back and he goes, we need to pray that you never get sick again. <laughs> he obviously loves going yeah. in her classroom and loves learning. No kidding. She's using snacks to teach how to count to 100. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be in that class. Hey, they asked single men what makes a woman beautiful, and the answer may surprise you. Okay. It's, a, it's a good surprise. The vast majority said long-term attraction is less about physical appearance and more about character related to the values a woman holds and how she treats other people. Most guys say they'll take brains and personality first and looks are just an extra bonus. The characters that uh, attracted the men the most were honesty, 
confidence and good self-esteem, playfulness, kindness, and gratefulness. Hmm. I thought this was such an encouraging survey. I was like, you go, guys. That is awesome. Yeah. When I first met my wife, she was 16. I was 17. I have to say, I was not mature enough to come up with that answer. I was like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Hottie. There's a hottie right there. I grew into loving all of those other other things. (laughs) But 17-year-old Kevin was like, man, she's hot. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.